Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. All right, and we are live. Hey, welcome everyone. It's CJ. Hopefully everyone's having a fantastic day so far and everyone had a fantastic weekend as we enter the month of October here. Uh, today is Monday, October the 3rd. Uh, don't leave. V will be jumping in here shortly. He's just jumping off a call. He'll be in, 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 a, in a couple minutes. Uh, but you're, you're checking out our show here on roguenews.com. Uh, do me a favor as we move to move away from all of the systematic controls of the tech oligarchs. Uh, very important for, for us to keep our content and our media live and available to you. So go over to roguenews.com, bookmark, subscribe there. Uh, our admin that helps manage the content to the site does an absolute fantastic job of getting our videos to Rogue News uh, literally within the hour of the show going live. So bookmark, subscribe to that site. Uh, also follow V over at Rogue News on Twitter at The Real Rogue News. And very excited today. Today we are, it's Monday, and it's that time of the week again for The Outer Limits uh, with Jet Blake. So Jet, welcome. How are you doing today, sir? Oh, real good, CJ. Glad to be here on The Outer Limits, the regular Monday show. What a way to start uh, the week to have these unique, bizarre concepts that I bring up. <laughs> you know, it's it's a unique perspective. And what I find, Jet, the most amazing thing is that as I continue to listen to your Monday shows, I continue to learn uh, new and, and different things. And why I say that, Jet, is that I'm not going to go on some long spiel, but I think that's important is to not get stuck in the same constructs of content and media that you listen to, like on an everyday basis, right? Like, it's almost like too much of a good thing is 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 not a good thing. You have to divulge into different things. Uh, different information that's going to help as we all are in this together as far as navigating um, through the madness, the craziness that's that's happening. And it appears, Jet, we're kind of kind of at a quickening pace at this point. Oh, it is. And it, it's a battle when you hear the terms, or at least when I refer to a, a spiritual warfare that we're in. Other ways of saying that is uh, control of reality, control of mind control of consciousness, control of awareness, those would all uh, be proper expressions that are cousins yep. to uh, a spiritual war. And humanity in, in our design, we have uh, the wonderful ability to create, to imagine and develop a reality in real time. And there's always been a a desire, not by me or you, probably listening audience, but by a a few very unusual, I'll, I'll be very polite, <laughs> very unusual segment of society where they want to control humanity or control the narrative, control reality. Mm -hmm. I don't think they have the right to do that. The right. 
the moral, ethical, spiritual, legal right, but that doesn't prevent them from trying to, to do that. And we're seeing a rapid shift in reality and a quickening of a timeline that's disturbing. It's, it is for me. Uh, I think you've touched on that with the comment that you made uh, on how fast pace world events and the social construct is changing. I'm having a difficulty, difficulty not keeping up with it because I don't agree with their agenda, but I have difficulty keeping up with trying to figure out if we are in a spiritual warfare, what are they up to? What's their mm-hmm. next move? How does it affect you and I and our family? That's what I have trouble keeping up with, even with the group of scientists that I work with and uh, what we spend our time in the lab trying to resist this. Uh, our, our goal in the small, we're a very small minority uh, group of scientists worldwide. We're trying to keep and find discoveries, ways of keeping us organic or mm-hmm, uh, right. original human. I don't know what what term to use. Maybe well, yeah. Organic. Yeah. Jed, I think uh, in part why uh, that quickening phase is happening is because they've lost the ability to control the narrative, right? They've, in every aspect of their attempts, whether it's the content that they release that's controlled on the mainstream media or the algorithms that they put out to constantly keep what information that they want in front of you uh, 24-7, the wheels are falling apart off that. People are not buying it. I think anymore when you look at the, the trust in mainstream media, when you look at the trust in government, it's at record lows. And I think their fear is that they they know that. They know that they've lost the ability uh, to manipulate things and where they they adamantly say that, you know, that we own uh, climate change or you get the uh, propaganda in the mainstream media that says, well, we know that Russia sabotaged their own pipeline and people are like, no, they didn't. No, they didn't. Everyone, no one's buying their bullshit anymore, uh, Jed. And I think that's yeah. why we're we're witnessing this. So, so, and also V Gorilla is in the house. So, uh, so welcome V. Hey, gentlemen, how are you guys doing? Living right. a dream. Absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, Jed, I, I, well, I, I apologize for the lateness on coming on board. Uh, what What are you guys? Uh, we're continuing from last week. Where we're getting into the into the into the weeds. And into the into the absolute uh, details of what's going on, correct? Uh, yes, we were just before you popped on. We're talking about the the speed at which the uh, I refer to many times as system engineers, which I don't agree with. Uh, those on, on the upper circle, politically, uh, the banking institutions and the, the academia, medicine how uh, fast they're trying to uh, change the paradigm and change in reality. It's, it's hard for me to keep up with uh, global events, economic events, uh, scientific events. But CJ had mentioned how possibly uh, there might be a form, I don't want to put words in his mouth, he's right there, but forms of uh, panicking or they're uh, losing control uh, that they've had for many decades as far as uh, people's reality because people aren't buying their storylines anymore in the news. Yeah. Uh, jump into it, Jet. I uh, didn't mean to. Uh, yeah. Just, you know, jump into it and yeah, go, go for it. Buddy. Yep. Go for it. Okay. So <clears throat> what I wanted to bring up and, and, 
field theory, uh, which we aren't schooled in and by design, something very interesting happened. I'm, I'm, I started early investigating and I'll do more. And as I find out what what's going on, I'll reveal it in these outer limit shows. But in the mid to late 1800s, the scientific community, United States, uh, Europe primarily, were making a tremendous headway in the discoveries of reality, ether, energy, frequencies, what, what we call life. And something happened. I'll, I'll just give ballparks. I don't know specific, but this is close. Something happened around 1904, 1905, and 1922-ish, that period. So basically, say 1905 to 1922. And there was a, a, a takeover, a hostile takeover of the scientific discoveries and direction where mankind was headed. And it was steered to what I call today atomic theory, the technologies that we have today, say Silicon Valley type. And I don't know, and I'll find out, I'll find out who or what derailed the mindset and the progress of field theory science of the mid uh, 1800s, what was really accelerating to the early 1900s and replaced it with the science that we have today. Now, what happened is these, the, the, the minds are just, uh, the, the great minds are off the chart when, uh, of these scientists of the 1800s. I can next week uh, give, a, give a little list or breakdown of, who they are, but you have like uh, Royal Raymond Rife and Riley and Keeley and Huntley and uh, Bunkminster or Faraday. Uh, Bunkminster Fuller came in later. But these uh, Tesla, Steinmetz, Heaviside, the list goes on. They, their works continued, but they were confiscated by government agencies and went underground. So the field theory advancements and the understanding of science from the mid-1800s to early 1900s still continued, but off the public radar. And it was replaced with atomic theory by the universities and uh, ac academia of, of atomic theory. And that, that's a shame because the real science and discoveries, we have to go back and find these old textbooks if they're available and, and the obscure patents and, and discoveries of these uh, early scientists. And when you do, there's a whole different reality and a whole different world that's been hidden from us. Reason why I say that is everything in the universe vibrates. So you have a centralized and decentralized vibration, or you have a polarized or depolarized vibration. There's a, a chart, CJ, that I gave of a sine wave, uh, a sound wave that had the compression and refra refraction. 
Do you see that? It might have been the first. Yep, there you go. Okay, let me blow that up a little bit. Yeah, do you have the ability to? Yeah, that'll. Oh, great. So th this is fundamental. So field theory and atomic theory have this in common. When, when you have a wave, uh, in this illustration here, it shows the positive side of the wave is the compression. The timeline would be neutral. And then when the wave goes below neutral, that's the negative, and they call that rarefaction. Well, uh, in a wave, you have the positive peak, the negative peak, rarefaction. But another way to ex express this, this, there's many different uh, expressions throughout the thousands and thousands of years of cultures and mankind's history. Positive and negative is a current uh, understanding, but the compression used to be called the male part of the wavelength and the rare, rare faction is the female or the yin and yang. That's uh, uh, absolutely correct. Or it could be uh, white and black. Neg uh, a negative or black it, it is, is not bad. It, it's just a different vector of the neutral timeline. So if the male is positive or white and the female rarefaction is negative or black, that's they're, they're equal. They're both the same. It's just on the perspective where they are, what side are they on the, the timeline? The female, for example, uh, ancient uh, civilizations called it the night side force versus the day side force. The night side force is, is not negative uh, by any means. It's equally important and equally as powerful. The male and female, uh, there isn't uh, any difference. It's just a perspective of where they are in relation, this wave in relation to time. Is it, is it on the North Pole or South Pole? Well, the sciences uh, uh, of the... In, in recent times, what I mentioned, late 1800, uh, mid 1800s, early 1900s, they were really starting to understand the relative states of matter, the correlation of energy and matter. Many scientists knew uh, what was called a theory of relativity E equals MC squared. Einstein just got that off of papers that were written in 1860s and 1870s. There was about seven to eight papers written by the scientists, and then he read those papers and then wrote his paper, E equals MC squared, and just happened to get publicized and, and get the media and got credit for it. But the understanding of the correlation of energy and matter in the different states was well understood 40 to 50 years before he wrote that famous formula, E equals MC squared. What's interesting is in, I don't know if anyone's heard this before. This, this is true. I'll just 
it takes too long to explain it in detail. But in nuclear weaponry, when you see a, a device that's that's ignited, you know how, how it has that stem and then the mushroom cloud on the top. What you're seeing in, in that type of weaponry delivery system, the stem where it rises and then the, the mushroom cloud head, that's the male portion of the wave. So that's the explosion outward force um, of energy moving into the magnetic field. Hmm. There's an equal and opposite reaction called the implosion. And that's when there's a return to center or the return to counter space, which is the dielectric. That's the implosion. You've got the explosion. The implosion is coming back towards center through the dielectric towards counter space. That's implosion. And that's the female force. What these uh, engineers had, had known for many years in developing this, the destruction comes from the female, the implosion, not the explosion. This is the same case with hurricanes and tornadoes. The, the male force is the outward spin or the, the wind patterns that are in a clockwise or counterclockwise motion. The destruction is actually in the, the center. It's the implosion part that is the greater force of the two, the female force. And I know a lot, a lot of guys are saying, yeah, you're, you're telling me that. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. But yeah. yeah pause. <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to go there. Go ahead, Jet. They're like, yeah, hey, you're telling me, of course, the, the female force is more powerful. But it's interesting. Uh, the female is a force that's towards the zero point. It's heading towards counter space. The male uh, leaves counter space and has a trajectory in, that creates the magnetic field, but it can only go so far and then it retracts back to center. So that retraction or implosion is the female force. What they found in... Um, the early science sciences in this time period is the female force or the implosion is much more efficient and grander than explosion. Well, what happened is that somewhere in that time period, a decision was made probably by uh, certain global leaders and, and bankers, the, the movers and shakers who had a lot of clout and authority they decided to pursue a science that was predominantly male or explosion oriented. In other words, the science is that if you put enough energy into a system, you'll get results. So if you, if you pound uh, with a heavy enough hammer, you'll get results. So that's putting in energy into a system, overwhelm it with, with energy, and then you'll get mechanisms, you'll get results, you'll get moving. Well, that's the, that's focusing on, on the, for example, this wave, this sound wave, that's focusing only on the compression part. 
the plus side. Sciences, uh, since the 1920s, focused that. They never really talked about the negative, the refraction. You, you, you need to deal, science, true sciences deal with both. Well, we've been heavily just on the positive male, male side, and we've ignored the implosion part. And uh, in that time period of the mid-1800s, early 1900s, they, they understood and were focusing on sciences that incorporated the female or implosion, and it was off the chart with their discovery. That's why I think there was a shift and they confiscated uh, these great men and, and women's work continued that, but off the radar and didn't have published any papers, didn't go with the press of the times of the 1900s, kept working on that. And, and there's modern, uh, let's say there's modern craft and energy equipment that's based on the, the female rare, rarefaction portion. And what, we're, what we have, what we have access to and what's published and what we're aware of and taught in school is only the positive male compression uh, as illustrated in this this sound wave what's interesting is the jet this wave cycle that you're looking at your diagram is it is it sound sound or energy is it well it's, it's anything this one is just showing sound but all all energy okay. i i didn't uh i didn't have that i wonder would, would you be able to look up um, a rally wave? It's spelled R-A-Y-L-E-I-G-H. Images? Think, yeah, images. Rally wave. And uh, let's see which... Tell me which one you want. Those are two... Keep going. Let me see. It might be hard for the alt lib. Let me see what I. Uh, <laughs> if you have a. How about how about um, how how about if you go uh, key in there longitude transverse rally those three words longitude transverse rally let's see what pops up r a l what r a y l e i g h longitudinal transverse rally okay this article came up right here yeah that's it um what happens is you have scroll down. Let's see if there's, yeah, the what um, when you have uh, what we call energy, and everything's composed of of energy, you have a longitudinal, which is north and south. You have a transverse, which is east and west, and then there's the Raleigh wave. And that's that's a vortex or a spin. So energy uh, not only goes north and south like that sine wave, and it's moving from its uh, point of inception, 
so it's either moving east west or from west to east but as it's going up and down north and south and moving east to west or west to east there's a vortex vector there's a corkscrew called the rally wave so uh for there to be energy with its motion it has to have a vortex curve and those early science sciences started to understand the importance of that rally wave or that vortex and it's 90 degrees parallel to the latitude and and transverse so life life has to have this vortex curve the fibonacci sequence uh, is a mathematical numbering system that indicates this vortex curve if you understand this in in in, in science you'll you'll learn that this curve is how energy moves and you have to have this curve in order for life or any reality to exist when you have that curve there's a natural balance the natural balance right yes and there's there's a male and female portion of this curve it's it's 50 percent in a state of male then it hits a neutral zone and then it's 50 percent female then it comes back to its neutral zone then it's 50% male, hits the neutral zone, transitions to 50% female, then hits neutral zone. It keeps going from positive to negative, negative to positive, back and forth after a, a rest, a brief rest at the neutral plane. So that's, if you, if you go with atomic theory, that's how uh, atoms function. And then when your, your components of sub, subatomic particles, your quarks, muons gluons um if it's uh futons whatever your your strong force is at a subatomic level they all operate the same futons so, as in as in the couch yeah <laughs> <laughs> or, or what you'll have on your salad <laughs> croutons. Yeah. yeah all right croutons and futons got it so, and if you eat too many croutons, you end up on the futon. Yeah. You will end up on the futon. <laughs> just bust it out of rhyme just on time. There you go. Hey, poet. <laughs> so what's interesting is when things are when things are in balance, if if there's perfect balance, there there's no let's see if I can say this correctly. If if there's perfect balance, there's no motion. There's no movement. Also, from a human standpoint, if there's perfect balance, there's no emotion. In order for there to be emotion, there has to be uh, a discord in harmony, or there has to be some type of movement or vortex, a corkscrew motion. Once you have that, you have, in our reality, we, we call life otherwise you're in a state a perfect state of balance there's no emotion there's no movement well that's unity with one so everything you've heard that all throughout uh, civilizations how we're all one uh the, the oneness yes the, the the oneness in the one is uh it's a it's very dense and contains all energy if 
there's movement or a disturbance, not not in a negative way, but 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 a disturbance, then you start to have a a vector, a corkscrew, and then that's when uh, reality begins, life begins, and that's where you have the emotions because emotions is a movement. It's not balanced. It's not stationary. That's so. It's not a bad thing to have movement or emotion. That's that's when you have life. So in those ancient uh, past civilizations, and they were really understanding and designing machines. They were actually designing machines that were in museums. Some were unfortunately stolen and haven't been found ever since. There are machines that these scientists were developing in the late 1800s based on sympathetic vibrations. And that's the key. They had, uh, with sympathetic vibrations, you can have propulsion, movement of airships, or uh, today they'd be called uh, unidentifying flying objects. Uh, you can have movement. You can also have and energy or perpetual motion machines simply based on understanding sympathetic vibration. What, where one, once you get it, once you put an initial energy motion or vector, it takes over from there indefinitely. So once you have initial energy input, so you have a vector uh, direction, then these machines would operate on their own through implosion, through the female force. The female force doesn't rely on continuous energy input. That's only the male force. Uh, so that's how an engine works. An engine works because you, you're continually putting in energy through explosions and you're moving the pistons. And then that, that energy of the, the uh, explosion of the fuels as mechanical moving and then uh, through engineering you, you take that movement and transfer it through transmission and transfer it through some type of worm drive or axle and you get movement but for that for that technology to work you have to keep putting energy in the male force and you have to keep having an explosion and you get results doesn't matter if it's a steam locomotive or uh, nuclear weaponry reactions. But the female, what's interesting is once the initial force is put in there, when you use implosion, these devices uh, are perpetual. They'll never stop. They'll never run out of uh, energy. They stopped that line of science cold, cold somewhere in 1905 to 1922 and strictly went with I think the uh, basically like the petroleum industry where it's an explosion male model where you need continuous energy to have mechanical movement and to perform a task. And they swept away the implosion because I, there's no you're using phenomenon of etheric physics when you do implosion instead of instead of explosion. Oh, so, yeah. I, yeah, I completely agree. They had to find a way to monetize it, right? To 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 deem the 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 demand and and utilize fossil fuels to create this. And that's why we've never evolved into 
uh, endless energy or free energy, all those things, because you can't you can't put a commodity on that. Right. There's uh, essentially there's no profit to be made for that. So why would you release that to humanity? It doesn't make any sense. Exactly. So what's what's interesting is. Uh, I know I'm not doing the best job today uh, verbally. Uh, I, I hope to be able to get some CGI, some some funding to do CGI to try to illustrate this in video format for you and the listening audience. That's my eventual uh, goal. But the the male portion of explosion that was adopted because uh, CJ and V. It, you're you're correct. You can meter that, and you can charge because you need uh, to continually put in energy for a mechanism to work. You can meter that energy and then profit off of it. So that's the model that the powers that be. Uh, maybe they were the uh, early owners of the Federal Reserve and the central banks of of Europe. But I can't even begin to fathom the idea of 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 free energy could you imagine how disruptive that would be to oh my gosh like a significant amount of not only industry manufacturing i mean my gosh it would okay be so right here's the so you're getting to the point this this is exactly what happens when you bar technology that was on a threshold and had early devices that were actually free energy because they were based on the female implosion aspect of how the universe works. The powers of be, these systems engineers went, oh, hell no. Absolutely not. We're confiscating this technology right now. We're changing the university and the academia to only emphasize the explosion male portion of the universe because that needs continuous energy input to gain results. We can meter that. We can control that. We can profit off that. If we ever go the female route and learn how to derive energy by implosion, which is the dielectric or imploding in towards counter space, which is the ether, the endless energy, like zero point energy, Tesla and others knew about this. They knew it's game over, that mankind could never be controlled. Mankind could never be restrained or handcuffed. And if mankind had free energy, another way of saying that is mankind would be connected to divine, to source, to counter space. If that happens, it's game over because now you have individual, sovereign, conscious entities connected to counter space, endless energy, endless possibilities. They are sovereign and free. We've lost control of governance. We've lost control of a one world order. We lost control of a hierarchy system of the rich and the poor, of these, these secret meetings. So when they recognize this, they confiscated all these scientific achievements. They took them underground for their use only they kept it from the public. They controlled the media, the newspapers of the day, and the telegrams, uh, Western unions, and so forth. And then as technology advanced, they still controlled the media. They financed academia. So they controlled what 
research gets funded, what white papers get released, what gets squelched, what get confiscated uh, with a kick in the door and a SWAT team. That hasn't that hasn't stopped to this day. They still do that because they cannot let humanity understand the female force implosion. You've got the magnetic field, which is the, the male implosion. You have the dielectric, which goes into counter space to female. That's where all the energy is because that's what zeros to counter space. And, and it, it, it's frustrating because what happens is t today, and I'll tell why, today scientists such as myself and, and the, the group that I collaborate with, we understand the female force or the, the dielectric. So we're kind of like a modern day version of, of the Teslas and the Keeleys and the heavy side and Steinmetz. But we never get grants. We never get. No, 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 no. You can't. You can't have any grants for solutions, Jet. You can't do that. No, no, <laughs> it, it, it doesn't work. And we've had some where uh, all of a sudden our labs catch on fire. How convenient, right? So your life's your life's work goes up and smoke because there's ab absolute sabotage that, that takes place. So this, this is a war and it's a war on keeping humanity from understanding how the universe works, how life works. And it's, it's one-sided that emphasizes the magnetic field only explosion, not implosion. And they control the energy of explosion. They control the energy input of the male side of our universe. The, 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 and this, this isn't, um, you might think that this is like new, new age kind of touches on it, but this is not new age. This is actually physics. This is field theory physics. When I talk about the male, female, I'm talking about the dielectric and the magnetic, they control the magnetic, the explosion. And then there, that's the fossil fuels, right? That's natural, natural gas, everything that we're seeing today in geopolitics the sabotaging of the natural gas lines and the maneuvering with the Middle East and uh, the petrodollar, everything's related to energy on the male side of the magnetic portion, the magnetic field, the dielectric, they've, they have that and they've, they've done very well with these uh, understandings, but that's held by, continuity of government, the military industrial complex, certain divisions of DARPA. It's, it's not allowed in the public. And then if you're a freelance scientist, you are choked out financially, you're threatened, or your lab is burnt down. And here it is, year 2022. This is not going to be released. The whole world system paradigm would have to be broken. And the crimes against humanity, those in charge of criminal acts against men, women, and children would have to be dealt with judicially. Who's going to do that? Mm. Yep. We, we can trust Jeff Sessions. Chad. Yes, yes, yes. Reefer Madness. We, 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 yeah. <laughs> we could uh, <laughs> trust him. We could also trust Bill Barr. And at any moment, the Durham report is going to expose it all. And I don't know about you, Jet, but JFK Jr. is alive, and he's going to come and rescue us. Irrespective Jet, of the fact that he hit the water off the Long Island Sound at 200 knots, he's right. going to come and, and rescue us. Right. 
Jet, let me ask you something. Um, would there, you know, much like, let's say, for example, like the internet, right? Like the internet was released and, you know, for the most part, it's been a very essential tools for us to counter. They thought it would be, you know, potentially leveraged to control humanity, but it's actually kind of countered against that because of the, the flow of information. Uh, would there be any way of taking uh, their their five G network? So you know, because because that network is delivering something, right? It's 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 powering our devices with information. It's 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 delivering something into our phones, into our computers at at ridiculous speeds. Would there be any way of of reverse engineering that way to deliver any type of energy or anything that could be an energy source? I'm sorry, that's like way out there, but I'm just, you know, as you were thinking about this and thinking about 5G and how I, it's probably very counterproductive into the the wave, right? The wave that you're talking about, would, would, would there be a way of reverse engineering that to, you know, take those towers and leverage it against them to create something that would provide some type of an energy source and capture it? Well, uh, what, what we're aware of, is uh, and this is this is interesting. This is a theme that can be developed. The, I don't know how you and the audience is going to take this. That's why this show is called Outer Limits. All I can ask there's there's two things. People either like me or they or they don't like me, but that's based on the uh, acoustic resonance of how the the brain functions. People either identify with the topics and how I present this, or they uh, strictly dismiss. I, I can't help that. But those that, that enjoy this show and understand, if, if you could trust me to the ex extent that uh, I don't get up every Monday and prepare for this show four to six hours uh, on every weekend for Monday's show just to lie and deceive people. I got better things to do, and it that's too much time and energy to affect people I'll never see. So my intent is absolutely genuine. And it's a, it's, a, it's a fondness and it's really a love for mankind. Uh, that's why I got into the scientific field. Water, we're understanding water and the implosion of water in conjunction with the mind, not the brain, but the, the mind. Uh, the brain is a processor. It's an acoustic resonator. But the mind, that's how you obtain uh, zero-point energy. And you, we can have devices designed for free energy. It's a conjunct because what's interesting is <laughs> the, the way this works. You have that one chart that talks about relative state of matter and energy. Mm -hmm. That's one of the most important charts in, in humanity. If, if people could print this off and uh, look it over in subsequent outer limit shows, I can describe what this chart means. This is the secret that's been hidden in, in uh, say, the last 150 years from humanity. Yeah, that one there. Are you able to blow that one up too? Enlarge it? Yeah, there you go. So what's interesting, you cannot, this is going to sound strange, you cannot separate a machine from its operator. Do you know what I mean by that statement? Can you repeat that, what you said? Okay. It's impossible to separate a machine 
from its operator. Correct. This now this will, this will boggle everyone's mind, but look, I'm not lying to you. Uh, please try to trust me on this. You're like Jet. What are you talking about? This sounds crazy. It is not. If it's a machine at work, maybe you're stamp. I don't know. Let's say you're stamping out fenders uh, for a, a, a riding lawnmower, and every day you're you're operating that machine and you're stamping out the the, the fenders, or you're a race car driver, NASCAR race car driver, uh, a pilot, but it's uh, your own aircraft, let's say where, where you, you own it and you, you maintain it, small, single, twin engine. It doesn't matter what it is. What's interesting is the, the, the molecules, I'm going to use a, a, a hybrid between field theory and atomic theory because everyone's taught atomic theory. The molecules made up of the machine at work that stamps that fender for the riding lawnmower or the molecules that comprise the car, if, if it's sponsored by Pennzoil or uh, Menards or whatever it is of NASCAR or, or that airplane, any, any machine, the molecules, the basic components, those molecules are vibrating. Well, we vibrate. Everything is vibration. That's how the, the, the universe works. What's interesting is the molecules that, that comprise that machine, that automobile, that airplane, as they vibrate and we vibrate, our mind also vibrates with thought. Thought creates vibrations. Everything has a, a sympathetic vibration and there's a core note. So if, if you have elements of that machine that stamps out the fender or the elements of that NASCAR airplane, they have a core resonance. All the different atoms, uh, molecular components of that are, are vibrating. But as they vibrate, there's a sympathetic vibration that goes all the way up the chart from molecular. If you see it down there at the bottom left, Keeley talked about this, from the molecular all the, way, all the way up to the eighth plane, which is the mind. And above that is the infinite ninth. That would be... Uh, the realm where God exists or counter space. Well, if you look at modern uh, science uh, under molecular, you have solids, then you have liquids, gases, plasmas, photons, then you have your subatomic particles that they're uh, naming. We mentioned that before, like quarks, muons, gluons, frutons. They, um, they all vibrate. So what happens is you as an operator, if you're the race car driver or you're, you're at work, or this, this could be your home car, whether it's a sedan, sports car, pickup truck, your, your mind is oscillating in the eighth plane. Well, the molecules of the machine that you're working on, as they vibrate, they are sympathetic with other components of our universe, they also will reach the eighth plane. Everything reaches the eighth plane. That's just underneath where God or source dwells. What happens is if you, here's what I'm trying to say. If you have a lawnmower uh, and it's not working, you're like this piece of junk, it always breaks down. It never works. And you kick the tires 
or you, you slam down your, your wrenches, go, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to junk this thing and buy a new one. Believe it or not, that mind, the fact that you're upset and your emotion, and emotion is a vector, it's movement, it's an energy movement. Your mind of being upset over this riding lawnmower that's, that's not functioning, that vibration gets to the eighth plane. Well, the molecules that comprise of that riding lawnmower, they also sympathetically will vibrate and be in the eighth plane. The molecules of that riding lawnmower connect to your mind and the molecules of that riding lawnmower know that you're pissed off. You're in an angered emotional state, but that vibration goes up to the eighth plane where the mind operates. It's oscillating the same components of the materials that comprise that riding lawnmower also have a vibration that works its way up to the eighth plane. Once you get to the eighth plane, it's, it's all a frequency. The, the, the molecules of that riding lawnmower know that from your vector, from your human mind, you, you're mad and angry at it. Well, what happens is it's, it's going to come back down into this plane at a molecular level. It's going to rebel. So what's interesting is, this might sound cuckoo, but it's real. A NASCAR driver, for example, if the NASCAR driver... You know, they love their love their cars. Same thing with a ship captain. You know, they talk about her. Isn't she a beauty or an airplane? A, a lot of times you sometimes men more so than women, you kind of identify with your vehicle or your boat or it's an in you think, well, it's an inanimate object. Well, not really. If what's what's interesting is uh, that NASCAR driver in his mind or it could be her, I guess there's some better don't mean always say male, but they're predominantly, if, if he's driving in a car, his mind in the eighth plane is oscillating. Come on, baby, we can do it. We can do it. You know, he's driving, you know, we're only two seconds behind first place. We can win this Talladega. What happens is that vibration will correlate with the vibrations of the molecules of the car. If they're in resonance and sync, he can actually be one with that car because he, he knows the vibration and the feeling, and he's giving that extra drive. We can do it. We can do it. We're gaining. We're gaining. You're at one with the machine. You absolutely, a human and an object machine are one and the same. You, you cannot separate the machine and the operator. That is true. That is true. I, I've read as a racing fan, as someone who's followed Formula One, uh, as well as World Rally Championships, as well as Le Mans, um, uh, GT, GT3 Racing, Every single race car driver knows the nuances. It, 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 people don't understand the level of feel, of nuance that they can feel if their camber angle on their wheel or, or something is off by a millimeter, they could feel it in their machine, whereas the average layperson cannot. And that comes from a heightened sense of this man-machine interface. This is something that race car yes. drivers have been talking about for decades. It's That's the man-machine interface. Folks, it's real. It's real. It's real. So here's here's what's, uh, here's what's interesting to remember. This is absolutely real. It is There's something to it. And believe it or not, this might sound... There's a reason why uh, you think this is absurd. Again, I, I hate to always use male because this can happen with female, but it's predominantly uh, a male culture because it's emphasized. 
a, a male could be sad, very sad and depressed if, if he sells his prize like car or truck or his sailboat. You're like, what? It's just a car boat. No, there was actually an attachment. Go, that's bizarre. No, there was an attachment at the, at the molecular level up in the eighth plane. Yeah, there was an attachment. Believe it or not, he's sad because there was an attachment to that machine. Well, it's the, the molecular vibration. So what happens is when we emphasize the male portion, we hear the expression mind over matter. How many times have we heard that? Mind over matter. Right, mind over matter. Well, that's the, yep. that's the male plus side. Here's the more important one. Have you ever heard this? It is mind in matter. Well, yeah. So yeah. it's not mind over matter. That's that huge sledgehammer. If we put enough energy into a system, we'll get results. How about it's mind in matter, which is the implosion. It's the female negative portion of that wave. So when you're mind in matter, that's what V is talking about when you know every nut and bolt of the machine. And you can tell you're, you're pushing it. You need to back off. Or, or some, something like. Well, some I think, it, yeah, and I think in general. Sorry to cut you off, uh, Jeff, but I think that's what. Um, there's a, a video book, everything called The Secret, and to save everyone mm -hmm. a lot of time, that basically, to summarize what the secret is, is that basically your thoughts and what you project into the universe manifests itself and 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 comes back. So if you feel that connected, it's almost like, for example. Um, being on the basketball court where you say, Hey, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to make these next shots or whatever that that mental aspect that you throw out there into the universe potentially become, become, become reality and why positive thoughts are just so important in general. And when you surround yourself with people who live in that sphere of negativity, it's not healthy for you uh, because you absorb that energy into your body. Um, I have a sister, I've never shared this before, but I have a sister that I'm very connected to because of, you know, childhood situations that we, we, we went through together. Like literally there'll be times where I'll wake up during the middle of the night for no reason at all. And, and the next day I'll get a text or something from my sister that says, Hey, this is what's going on. And, and, um, she's, she's heard a lot. So it, it's so, it's so true that energy field that exists, we can't even begin to comprehend how that works or deja vu, for example, you know, so, so Jack continue, please. Yes, because on that eighth plane, we're all connected. So telekinesis, for example, or uh, let's say there's an agitated in the force. You're not sleeping very well, and then you get the text from your sister. That's because in real time, whatever she was experiencing, you tapped into that. If it was one or two in the morning, and it was later confirmed by a text or a phone call that the, uh, the following morning, well, you knew it. You, you, you sensed it. That's because we're interconnected. If, if at the higher level, that eighth plane where the mind operates, which is different than the, the brain, th that level, what works best and is the, the most efficient energy flow is if it's positive. And, and that's a cousin to, to love, a positive mindset. Negative mindset is a resistor or it impedes the energy flow from counter space to our re reality and back well why why is the media why is the world and, and and the world banks and the world leaders always have us perpetually negative in fear economies crashing war 
uh, don't know what gender you are, Roe versus Wade, Ford versus Chevy. Why, 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 are they, why are always stirring the pot? That it's always negative. It's always fight, bite, scratch. Confrontational. That's because they're keeping us in a constant state, a negative state, impedes energy flow. They're disconnecting us from the higher realm that ex exists. If we're in that state and they're accomplishing this through the lyrics of music, the frequencies used in the music, Hollywood, with the, the content of the movies, then they will always, for all eternity, always be able to control and manipulate mankind. I don't allow it. I, I refuse. I do not participate in their world matrix. I will not allow them to control my thoughts. So I, I'm training myself how to always be positive and being connected. This this is a real thing, but we're not taught. It seems absurd and woo-woo, unfortunately. Jet, um, real quick, because I, you sent this to oh, yeah. me, uh, the last email, because I think it was important, the pictures of the two brains. So we're running a little short on time, but... I want to make sure we didn't miss us. Okay, so no two brains are the same. So here you see the picture. See the folds of the brain? Yeah. The, the, they're the, all different. They're all different. Why is that? What happens is the brain is an acoustic resonator. And, and what, they're, what they're doing is uh, we're, we're finding out, for, for example, if there's Alzheimer's, there's problems with the uh, intracellular water content and there's heavy metals. Yeah. What that does is that's that's preventing the uh, the uh, <clears throat> of of the brain, and uh, when when the brain is not functioning properly as an acoustic resonator, then it cannot create frequencies and communicate with the DNA, which creates your reality. Uh. So so what happens is each. Each person's brain's unique, just like a, no two snowflakes are alike or your fingerprints. Well, the reason for that is uh, our, our brains have these folds and they resonate. There's an acoustic uh, resonation uh, in tune with our DNA, and that's what creates reality. But that's what creates our individual personality. So it's a good thing that our brains are configured and have different folds with a different resonance. That's what makes us uh, individual. That's what makes us exciting, not boring. That's, but what they're doing is, I'm telling you right now, they've they've learned how to. Uh, each each one of us, our DNA has a a main chord frequency, and that frequency goes up and down this dimensional scale, from the molecular all the way up to the infinite nines, which is would be maybe God or divine realm. Part of this, me and 21 and all this DNA searching, if they if they find uh, CJV, my DNA frequency, if they match that, do you know at an off-site lo location, they can transmit, they can transmit an experience and our brain will pick that up translate it to our DNA and we will uh, experience that even and they're beaming it into our brain. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they've done experiments uh, such as that where people are literally experiencing something that they've physically were never there or, or have an experience in real time and they're feeling. Right. So once they match, once they find your chord note frequency that your DNA operates and we all have different, they can control your thoughts so they can implant that you're on a beach somewhere yeah. sipping a margarita 
in your middle of in your office at downtown Detroit. You're like, what yeah. the hell? What mm -hmm. where th this? Um, th or uh, they can do voice to voice to skull, but also they have it if they uh, attenuate your frequency. They can actually see what you're seeing in real time on a computer monitor thousands of miles away. Yeah. So they can see through your eyes in real time, uh, or they can transmit a thought. And the, the difficulty <clears throat> as advances these technologies, first, is they're getting ready to do this on the mass scale through the satellite network and the 5G, which is a carrier for the 6G telecommunication. But they used to do this individually. If you're a high potent CEO or politician, they'd use these technologies to influence mind control. You, you ever you ever see? I don't want to get off on this, but you, you ever see the? Uh, I don't know if I should bring it up. But there was a remember there's there's a video hanging around where it looked like Bill Clinton was in a trance and he was getting ready to yes. go. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> All I'm saying is, look, there's cases where key individuals were being downloaded. I'll just use that term politely. So it looks like they're in a trance state. There might be people on TV, uh, news anchors or uh, in, in Hollywood. or key. Yep. And once in a while you catch them where it looks like, they're well, they're being downloaded because they attenuated the frequency. Um. But the problem with that is, is they're playing, they're playing with God because that's they're, they're in that uh, wavelength with the DNA matching that DNA wavelength. The difficulty is we wouldn't be able to tell, are we generating that thought as a free moral agent or was it implanted? Mm, that's deep. So, that's probably so I, another show. We need to talk about that. <laughs> right. Because if this is the case and it is, uh, but now I think they're getting ready to do this on a mass scale with the with the broadcasting yep and it, where they they could control maybe an entire metropolitan cities they could, could they could control chicago for example and how chicago chicago wins if that's a word chicago wins how they think and behave they could control entire blocks of city. now we're entering is if there is a god and a higher divine will will, will that realm allow this, this technology to be rolled out because it's it'd be the end of humanity because you'd be controlled well your will yeah. and yeah we'll leave it at that and, well jet it, it, it may not even be technology it could be natural uh things that have been suppressed for so long um and and you know i i don't think i don't know if you watch it yet but uh the how to change your mind uh documentary uh that's on on netflix right now that that explores the uh, studies and everything that was conducted into the 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 night in the in the fifties, and how they buried that information, probably hence the results from those things and how therapeutic it was, and they suppressed that information for for several years um, because they were they were alarmed, they were alarmed at how much healing properties and how it basically connected us to um, a higher level of consciousness consciousness that they don't want us to reach as humanity, but. Um, you know, I'm sorry, I'm preaching to the choir here, but that that documentary is pretty darn cool. Um, so, yeah, how to change your mind? Yep, and I'll talk about the the reason why I focused on the water, the structure of the water, and the uh, plasma ion generation uh, of the technologies. The two of them were finding the two of them working in concert. That's how the healing 
the, the body is dealing with tuning the vibrational frequency of the DNA. So you can heal by tone, tonalities. There's a lot of healing that can be done through sound and tonalities. And the uh, tuning of the DNA and your mind, the fact that the brain is an acoustic resonator, the, the thoughts that you have, the more, I know this sounds hokey, but it's true, the more positive and, and loving thoughts that you have where your brain's uh, resonating, and the faster you can uh, forgive and not hold grudges is, is tremendous as far as how your DNA vibrates. Wow. The, the reaction intracellularly. So the worst thing that can happen is to be pissed off and hold resentment. Yep. Yep. If it's a marriage mate, someone at work, get over it. Either learn to dismiss it or, or confront them in a polite way. You know, address it, move on. Don't, uh we can't, this, this world system wants to keep us always agitated and mm. always on edge and always anxious and uh, fearful. And it's destroying our DNA vibration and affecting our inter, intracellularly where we have disease and a rapid aging. It's just, so yeah, we'll yeah. talk more. I know. Yeah, it kind of makes me think also, like when you look at the, the upcoming generation, gener these you know, early, later on millennials and uh gen z they're not developing quite good jet they they no. they they tend to fall apart earlier i look at a lot of my cohorts who are gen x even on the boomer set especially we're aging great you know what i'm saying so it's like well, i look at the the younger crowd they're not aging they're more sickly the yes. boys aren't developing properly no. and the girls by the time they're in the they they look horrible by the yes. time they're they're in the mid twenties, early thirties, they look like they're in their forties and fifties. It's terrible, you know. Uh, we'll, we'll touch base on that next week. So, okay, sure. yeah, definitely something to go into. This is interesting, very interesting. And I want to, you know, touch base on how social media is making everybody feel miserable. Yeah, it makes them feel m miserable. Uh, identity crisis, you know, gender crisis, all as yeah. part of the rapid aging and the unhappiness that they're suffering and. Believe it or not, this is also connected to uh, humor and laughter. They're trying to undermine comedy yeah. and humor and laughter. They're trying to make it illegal <laughs> in certain ways. They're trying to uh, deplatform. And when they attack humanity, uh, humor and comedy, they're attacking humanity because laughter is, it has healing powers. It also is humbling. Laughter also helps forgive. So notice how they're attacking uh, comedy. And I'm saying, you know, upbuilding, you know, wholesome comedy. The whole social, yeah, I agree. Yeah, that, they are. And they're doing that. Too. And I noticed, and we'll talk about this next week. Yeah, remind me. I'm having a hard time getting younger people to laugh. I used to get people to laugh all the time. And I can get people 50 and older laugh all the time if I'm waiting in line. Uh, but I can't get the younger people. I get this deer in a headlight look and I have to, so there's something going on with the younger generation. No, there's something wrong. It's very scary. They're, they're just killing the youth. Yeah, they are. They are. Okay. Jet, you need to put it in a TikTok video. If it's not in a TikTok video, they're not going to comprehend. Yeah, great. Well, <laughs> I think so. Yeah, 15, 20 seconds. That's it. Okay. That's the, right. yeah, that's the focus. <laughs> oh, God.
But don't worry, we're going to be globally competitive. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and one, one last thing, we're doing real good. Uh, this I'm going to have this first retreat in the in uh, Missouri. Uh, we're, we're going to have a pretty healthy group. A lot of people wanted to, to come worldwide, but they couldn't logistics or the uh, pharmaceutical issue, you know, uh, event. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to make a mini documentary out of it, which is interesting. It's going to be filmed. It's a three-day event, and uh, I'll be able to make that available to all those that couldn't attend. Nice. And uh, it's going to be mind-blowing what's going to be revealed. Uh, one day is a lecture. It's kind of like a TED Talk format. The other two is out in nature. And I'm going to be uh, really uh, releasing some bombshells to help humanity of this information that's been suppressed. I'm like, you know what? I don't care. I don't know how, if they're going to take me out, how long I'm going to be around. I'm going to document this and make this available. Like I think it's an MP4 file, those that couldn't attend in person. And, and I'm, I'm doing it. I'm revealing the secrets of water, the implosion, how it's connected. No holds bar. Uh, that's a gift. To, awesome. Jet. I'm giving, it, awesome. I'm giving it a gift. To to yep. Okay. Awesome. Folks, thank you all for listening in. Jet will be back next week. Same bat time, same bat station. It is the one and only Outer Limits. So make sure you're glued in over there. And if you need to communicate with Jet, he is lurking within the Rogue News Discord. If you need to get onto the Rogue News Discord, get a hold of CJ. And you can email him at cj at roguenews.com. And also real quick, 1 p.m., I will be going live with... Um, uh, Jonathan and uh, Daryl from NeuroTracker. They got some amazing programs. And folks, if you haven't heard before, NeuroTracker is an amazing, amazing uh, neuro, uh, like brain training, actual real brain training software that's been right now being t- taken up by everything from the United States Navy SEALs to NASA to the NFL to the NBA. Various sports teams are doing it. It's showing amazing results from people who've suffered brain damage or loss of functionality from strokes, car accidents. Kids who've been suffering from autism has been shown remarkable recovering cognitive function because it enhances neuroplasticity. Uh, NeuroTracker is based out of Montreal, Canada. Montreal is the hub of all neuroscience uh, that is happening, cutting-edge, bleeding-edge neuroscience uh, uh, you know, technology and, and research is taking place in Montreal currently. So keep locked and loaded. It's going to be at 1 p.m. It's going to be awesome. And the cool thing is they've opened up. They have an affiliate program. So if people are thinking about making some additional income, whether you are a business owner uh, or you're a private person, there's a great way for you to not only utilize your NeuroTracker for yourself, but also to refer out where you could also make money. It's not a pyramid scheme. It's just affiliate marketing. You get paid a commission on on their uh, monthly memberships. And they're doing some amazing things where they're lowering memberships. They also have NeuroTracker going on to something as small as an iPad. So you could uh, train on that. It's amazing, amazing, amazing stuff. It's going to be awesome. So that's going to be a 1 p.m. Uh, the NeuroTracker program. Listen in. It's a great, great product. I can vouch for it. It's done amazing for me as well. Um, and with that being said, CJ, take it away. 